Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the My Sort of Rican podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Nelly. This is episode 30. Today is Saturday, September 25th. So, this episode, as you could probably tell from the menacing intro music, is horror film review. Although, slight deviation this evening, we actually don't have horror films that normally, seemingly, I suggest you go watch. Quite the opposite tonight. It's a bunch of films that I suggest you don't waste your time on. Which some of you might be saying, well, that's kind of different. Normally, he reviews films and he tells us they're great. Yeah, yeah, that's true. On this show, it seems like I have had a lot of things that I told you to go watch. And very, I don't think I don't know if I've reviewed a film yet that I said was garbage. I don't think I have. I have to go back and research that. But if I haven't, I'm certainly going to do that this evening, unfortunately. So, wife and I, we love horror films. We've talked about this in previous episodes. We watch them literally almost every night. Uh, it is increasingly more of a challenge to find something a we haven't watched ten times or fifty times, and b something that's just not absolute hot garbage so in our daily nightly search to try to find something that isn't god awful uh, I only came up with a list of a few films that I've unfortunately wasted my time on that I would like to tell you how awful they are so I think I'm saying this right Wraith W-R-A-I-T-H 2018 it's available on Prime it's about a haunted house, and it's pretty much god-awful. Started watching it, immediately noticed that one of the main characters was overacting, almost to a point where both of us were like, turn this off. Uh, the daughter was literally practically shouting in every scene, even in parts of the scene where shouting really wasn't necessary. And it just really took you out of the film and kind of made you wonder, what was the director thinking? What was anybody thinking when they made this film? So, Wraith, awful. Steer clear of it. I would. Do what you want. What do I know? (laughs) Okay, next film, Howl. So we were trying to find a good werewolf film. Werewolf. I always say wolf. My wife always laughs at me. She's like, you know there's an L in that word. Wolf. I always say say werewolf. Like W-O-O-F. Who knows? I'm from Kentucky. What are you going to do? All right, so 2016, also available on Prime. So the backstory on this one is there's some. Uh, it's all set in England, and there's a bunch of people on a train, and it's dark, and it's raining, and it's storming, and the train hits something in the middle of the night, this cold, dark, wet storm, and the guy gets out to go check it, and there's a werewolf, and everything's exactly. Uh... So, the issue I have with this film is not really anything necessarily wrong with the film, per se. I have an issue watching... The Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Didn't realize my thing was on. My apologies. Uh, Check that before. Podcasters, fellow podcasters out there, make sure your phone notifications are off. That was a rookie move. That's on me. My bad. Anyway, werewolf on the train. Werewolf. 
W-O-L-F. I keep saying werewolf. <laughs> werewolf on the train. So, I have an issue with this because uh, anytime there's a film with British actors or actresses, the accents take me out of the film. I don't know why this happens. It's been happening since I was old enough to remember. I'd watch British scary films, and I just couldn't get into it because I was so enamored with listening to the British accent and the way the British accent is spoken that it made me forget what was going on in the scene and then thus took me out of the film. I've been like that all my life. It's not anything to do with I'm not anti-British accent. I'm not anti-British film. Just when it comes to horror film, for whatever reason, I just can't follow what's going on because I'm too busy focusing in on the... Ah, good eye, Mike. Nice. Let's see there. I went straight to Australian again. I do that every freaking time. Try to do a British accent, ends up Australian. <sighs> Been doing that a lot lately. Hmm. Have to work on that. All right. So, we digress. How? 2016. Available on Prime. Werewolf on a train. I'd avoid it. Wasn't that great, but I don't like it because the British accent takes me out of the film. May not bother you. So, who knows? Maybe it's really good. Uh, 30 Miles from Nowhere. 2019. Available on Shudder. Um, okay, so yeah, this was awful. This is a bunch of people that gather in a cabin out in the middle of nowhere in the woods. And... I really tried to give this a try because the cover of it looked kind of cool. It kind of looked like maybe like there was some witchery going on, like some witchcraft stuff involved in this film. Just, just kind of the way the cover looked. Uh, none of that. Really what it is more than anything else is it's a bunch of people getting together, drinking in the woods, having sex with other people that aren't your boyfriend or girlfriend slash husband. So it's really more like married orgies in the woods. That's, I mean, that's really what it is. Uh, very little scary things happen. More or less just people hooking up and drinking and shenanigans and chicanery. In the wilderness. That's it. That's how I described the film. I'm not really sure why they labeled this a horror film. Maybe a W-H-O-R-E. A horror film. <laughs> anyway. Sorry for that. Uh... Not exactly what I would call an H-O-R-R-O-R -R -R film, okay? So I don't really know what that was all about, but god-awful. Don't waste your time. Next, and pretty much last, Area 51. 2015, I found it on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, this is a found footage film. Um, I think it had some pretty notable names attached to it, behind it, directing it, producing it. Uh, the wife and I tried to watch it. We gave it a shot. It was, for me, it just drug on too long. It took forever to get to the last 30 minutes of the film, which is really the best part of the entire hour and 45-minute film. I think it maybe it was almost two hours. Um, it did have one notable face in it. Um, oh, of course, I can't remember his name. Uh, he is a, oh, what is his name? George Knapp. There we go. George Knapp, the uh, famous TV anchor and huge proponent of aliens and alien films, alien technology, alien uh, uh, documentaries, uh, whatever. If you were looking up anything to do with alien conspiracies, 
the first name you'll see anywhere is George Knapp. So he was in the film, which uh, did kind of lend some credibility to it, but for whatever reason, it just drug on forever. I couldn't get into it. Like I said, the last 25 minutes really gets fired up and gets moving. But leading up to that, you're just kind of like you're falling asleep and you're losing contact with what's going on. And I just didn't think it was that great. It could have been better. Um, I wish it would have been better. As soon as I saw George Knapp, I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be interesting. And then it just kind of fell off the edge of the cliff. So the found footage kind of made me think maybe that's the direction that all films, all horror films eventually are heading in. As we all know, found footage really started with the Blair Witch Project, which just absolutely blew people away. It was made for, I think, like, I don't know, $50,000, $10,000, whatever the hell it is. Unbelievably small budget. Uh, pretty much a cast of nobodies, uh, which really worked out well for the, for the film because a lot of people were like, oh, I've never seen these people before. Maybe this really actually happened. And if some of you may remember, if you're old enough to remember, when Blair Witch first came out, people absolutely believed that this was real. People actually tried to go to the uh, Burkittsville. People started showing up all over Maryland trying to find the Blair Witch. People went to go try to find this town. People went to try to go out in the woods and see if they too could be captured by a witch. I mean, it created a mass hysteria because nothing like this had ever really been done before not really and then of course people's worlds were instantly exploded and blown up when maybe six months later the female lead character was in another film <laughs> i think i remember somebody one of my friends calling me and being like dude that chick from blair witch totally is alive and she was totally in another film because i just watched it what the hell is going on here I thought she died in that cabin in the woods. I thought the witch got her. And then we all had to have a, oh my God, found footage is just a bunch of crap. It's nonsense. Lies. So I guess if found footage is going to be the new MO moving forward, how does that work? Because after Blair Witch, and Blair Witch was many, many, many years ago, haven't we all learned that the premise of a found footage 99.9% .9 of the time is completely made up? So then it just becomes, well, it's not really a found footage. It's just we're all, we're all pretending like this really actually happened when in actuality it most certainly did not. But hey, as long as we're all, all okay with it in our minds, we'll just play in uh, pretend bill, right? It is what it is. It's not any different than most things in reality today anyway. So that being said, Bloomhouse, which is a major, major producer of scary films, you can hear the train coming in if we don't have enough distractions today with my phone notifications going off. Woo! All right, we keep rolling. Doesn't matter. Train, no train. We press on here. This is my sort of Rican podcast. So Bloomhouse seems to be leading the way for horror films. They seem to be very prolific and aggressive uh, in what I like to call a throwing a spaghetti at the wall until something sticks. They have been so prolific at putting out so many films in the last like two years, probably knowing and wanting to take advantage of the fact that so many people were trapped in the doors on the pandemic. Um, and that's smart, that's good marketing, that's how you do that. Um, the unfortunate thing is they've just made so many, it's like a shotgun blast. You just hope you point it at whatever it is you're trying to hit and hope that you hit something, um, which is what they've been trying to do. And so far they've had a couple of decent movies, but for the most part, it's just a lot of garbage. 
like a wraith and 30 miles from nowhere, which really should be called 30 miles from Sexville. That was terrible. Sorry, that was a failed joke. My apologies. Huh. I can't do better at my jokes. Nobody's going to want to listen to this podcast. <laughs> All right. Anyway, no more bad jokes for the rest of this episode. I promise you. That was the last one. Moving forward. Uh, one suggestion I would like to make is it's not a film. It's actually a documentary, a docu-series on Hulu. It was called Sasquatch. It was made in 2021, so this year. And really cool thing about it was it seems like it's going to be just another goofy, ridiculous Sasquatch documentary when in actuality, it turns out to be much, much more than that. It's pretty wild, so I highly suggest you all go check it out. Sasquatch, Hulu, this year. Excellent documentary. All right, well, uh, I think I've written and raved quite enough, made enough horrible jokes, and uh, had enough distractions to fill three episodes. So we're going to go ahead and end this episode. Thank you so much for joining me on the My Soul Reaper podcast. On this episode of not so much horror film review. Typically, it would be horror film review, and I would tell you what you should go watch. In this unique episode, we decided to tell you what not to watch and to not listen to my god-awful jokes. Thank you so much for joining me all. I love all of you deeply and dearly. Go forth and be great and do God's work. Go forth and prosper. Nanu, nanu.